Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Friday. It's Coach Lois. It's that time again. It's another live episode. We're kicking off October. Oh my gosh, we have so many amazing guests um, I'm really super excited um, to be able to be here today to, to kick off with George Shepard. Um, first things first, and I, I just had, sorry, StreamYard threw me off a little bit. Something's going funky. It just said I wasn't streaming live. So hopefully you guys are seeing us. Um, anyway, every Friday we go live with an amazing guest um, that's either a health expert, a wealth expert, or someone with some kind of knowledge or wisdom that can help you live your best life. And so I'm super excited to have George here today. I met George, gosh, earlier this year, um, and he blew my mind with what was possible with summits, especially virtual summits. So George, you've been doing this for 20 years. You're a summit producer, um, copywriter, and you've really blown my mind as hiring you and taking me through this whole process. So I'd love for you to share your story how did you get to doing what you're doing today? Sure. Uh, thanks, Lois. It's kind of funny because when I lead with, well, how long have you been doing this? And the average person is like, oh, I've been doing this about five, six years. When I say I've been doing this for 20 years, people are like, what? 20 years? Like, has the internet been around that long? You know, and <laughs> it, it's kind of funny because we were doing summits back when they weren't even called summits. Um, they weren't even called telesummits. My first summit we did was for a bunch of drummers. We did a... Um, all these famous drummers, we put them together. They're all audio recordings. And I bundled that with some like lessons and I launched our website, which was drum pro at that point to teaching drummers how to play drums and stuff like that. It was really fun. So it was the first like this digital virtual summit kind of concept because it was just all interviews pre-recorded. And since then um, we went into like magazine publishing. So we've always been in internet, like um, internet media, media marketing type of things. And then we saw the magazine business, like the print magazine business uh, start to tank a bit. So we got out of that because we said, okay, where's the next big shift? What's in video and audio? So I you know, remember this too, Lois, I'm sure. Like I tell everyone, if you're going to do a summit, you also have to have a podcast because you need to keep the conversation going. So it's great that you have a podcast even you know uh, before your summit happens. But if, if you're coming off of a summit, it's even more important because people are coming to you for a conversation. You need to keep that that momentum happening. So audio and video are the next big thing. Um, that's outside of this whole metaverse thing, which we may get to in a different episode, who knows, um, where everything's virtual reality. That's coming like really, really soon. And it's going to change the way that we interact on the internet. It's going to be mm -hmm. way more Star Trek-y uh, kind of thing. It's just, it's going to happen the way it is right now. But video and audio are going to be the driving forces of that. Mm -hmm. So we, we did a big hard shift about four years, well, maybe it might be almost five years ago now, uh, we did a summit with someone who was completely floored by the results because they said, hey, you do summits, right? I'm like, yeah, could you help me with mine? I said, sure, I'll help you with yours because we just did our own. And uh, when I did that with them, 
they did uh, $230,000 in sales, their first summit out. And I think they built a list of like 25,000 people and they were completely like, shocked. Like, you know, we've never seen anything like this before. You've got something that's really unique. I think you need to tell more people about what you're doing. So I made the, the decision to pivot into working with people on a partnering basis rather than being like an agency that people just kind of hire us. And, you know, if any coaches out there know how this is, like you, someone hires you, you become a doormat for them really fast. They think that they kind of own you and it can be a really difficult relationship sometimes if they don't respect you because they're paying you money, they think they pretty much own your space. So we do a little bit different. We partner with people. So we do a rev share and we do some pretty neat things that maybe we can get into at some point. Um, but we started doing this with other people, realizing that there's there are some people teaching how to do summits out there, and they're teaching the absolute wrong way. It's the kiss of death, and that's why a lot of summits, people that will do them, they'll say, "I'll never do that again," uh, or just it sucked up a year of my life, or you know they never make any money. It's because they're they're listening to this advice from these other people who've never really done this the right way. They just maybe they learned to uh, watch a couple of YouTube videos and they launched a course. You know, there's marketers who they really don't know what they're doing and they're making a few bucks and sometimes it's a few hundred thousand bucks off people selling them information the wrong way. So that's why we got into this really uh, to work with people like yourself who are doing amazing work in the world, transformational leaders to say, this is the way you do it. This is how you make money with it. This is how you build a tribe and a following and actually create a movement in your marketing. So it was a long winded way of me explaining my story, but <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> well, and I love that. That's why I hired because I, I, full disclosure, guys, I've seen a lot of people not make any money with summits. Um, that, and I've heard all these different thoughts on, well, it's just good for building a list and you're not going to make money. And when I heard your testimonials of people not only building a great list, but also making great money, and we're talking like multiple six figures, although I know every situation is different and we'll talk more about my summit that's next week oh by the way just want to remind you guys of that um but how do you see your process and i do want to unpack it because i think it's brilliant how do you see your process different better whatever that makes a difference so that people can actually make money and not just build a list sure so one thing I see a lot in, in the teaching programs, there's about four or five, six programs out there. People saying, you know, you can do your own summit and I'm going to teach you how to do it. And they, they unpack this thing for you. Their number one go-to is usually make a list of all the people you want to interview who have a list of the people who you want to get on your list. Mm -hmm. So immediately it becomes very, it's going to sound bad, uh, incestuous or rapey because all you're doing is you're scraping people off of their list so you can get them on your list. And what it does, it doesn't create content that people want to buy. What it does, you, you end up going to someone that might be a really big uh, name and say, hey, Dr. Blank or, you know, so-and-so, uh, I'd love to have you speak on our summit. What would you like to talk about? What do you have going on right now? Mm. Like, that's what you do for radio shows. That's kind of what you do for podcasts in a way. Because, you know, think about podcasts and radio shows. It's news. It's like what's happening right now. You're introducing people. When you create a summit, what you're doing is you're creating a course around a specific pain point that someone's looking to overcome but it just has to be taught by 30 or 40, maybe even 50 experts. So mm -hmm. you're not the one that's doing all the teaching. It's a very different way of looking at it because if you create the content around the idea that I'm going to hit all the main pain points and give people solutions that really work, you know, what I tell people is it's, it's never too long. It's just too boring or too irrelevant, mm -hmm. your summit. And when you get on those boring summits where they just pontificate about themselves and like how great I am and like, what are you doing? Now? I don't want to hear about someone's book. Honestly, I don't really hear want to hear about. What I want to hear about is how are you going to help me solve my problem? 
-hmm. So in the title of your, whether it's a podcast or summit in the title of your episode or in the title of your session on your summit, you need to put the pain and the solution to that pain without giving away the farm. But you don't want to answer the question, but you want to at least see that it's there. Dangle a carrot. Say, hey, if you have this pain, we're going to bring someone that can actually teach you how to fix that pain. And you get, need to get right to it. So I even skip most of the bio stuff where we'll ask someone um, what, do, what people need to really know about you. And they'll spend maybe a minute and a half saying what they need to know. This whole reading of bio, like this person did this thing and graduated from this college and they have done this. Like, it's just so monotonous. I just skip through that stuff. It's so boring. Um, and we don't have that much time these days. Like attention spans are so short that mm. we need to like get to the point. You got to give them results in advance quickly. Mm -hmm. you know, so unpacking the whole process of what we go through. First thing we do is we write copy. We write copy with our host partner. We spend a series of sessions about, I think there's five or six, 30 minute roughly sessions. Mm -hmm. And we get down like, what are the pains, the fears, the frustrations? We script out what the question is in someone's mind. And then we create titles from that. And then we create the questions that you're going to ask a presenter all before you ever pick who you're going to have speak. And it's totally backwards from what everyone else is doing. They're saying, pick who you want to speak first, then figure out what you want to ask them. What I know, we're saying that, is, that was crazy. That blew my mind when you said that. I yeah. was like, but you know what? The results, the proof is in the pudding. Like our conversion rates are four times higher than anyone else's. Like our sales conversion rates between eight and 12%. If you're running a summit and you're getting 3%, you're crushing it. Most summits don't convert the, the opt-ins to sales. 2%, 3%, maybe that's about the average, you know, we're average is 8% on the low end to 12%. So if you take the middle average, it's about 10% of your email list that opts in for your summit um, to be on it for free ends up buying through the end. It's because the content is so good. It's so well put together, you know, and the copy really speaks to their pains and shows them a way out of the trouble or out of the mess that they're in. It could be financial, it could be health, it could be relationships. It could be personal development. Like, the biggest enemy we all have is right here between our ears. That six inch space between our ears is like the biggest enemy you're ever going to come up against in your life. And uh, it's just identifying what these problems are and how to overcome them is the key. So that's the big main, that's the major thing right from the very beginning and the onset of working with us and how we do things that, that makes our summits like really impactful for people. And also allows us to be able to relaunch our summits. A lot of people don't do that. They think once the summit's done, it's dead. We have a whole relaunch process. So sometimes, sometimes we'll make two or three times more money the second or third time that the summit launches because it becomes evergreen without becoming evergreen. You can't put a summit out and say, you can buy it the same time you want to. It's only $100 more today. We've tested that. No one buys it. You might get a couple sales a month. What it does is it kills your FOMO, the fear of missing out in your event. And the same thing with uh, master classes and webinars. If you can go watch it on demand now, um, or better yet, if you can, if it's a purchase thing, like you go buy the recordings, for example, mm -hmm. if they know that they can buy it later, it's only hundred dollars more. Uh, well, I'll buy it when I need it. When I don't have the extra money, they're just never going to buy it. It's just, it never happens. You need to catch them and actually end the, the end of the offer. Like uh, Jeff Walker's product launch form is a perfect example of that the way that he teaches is not you launch something and then you leave it out there forever. You know, you can buy it, but it's going to be a thousand dollars more. His formula and the reason why it works so well is, you have the seven day offer window, usually three to seven days, and then it's it. You have to wait six months to get it again. Right. And, and it works tremendously well. And you have to treat your summits or any other product launch that you have or programs. If you have programs that you're selling people, you have to treat them the same way. So that's just um, the, I guess the first part of the process that most people skip that and they go right to, you know, they skip the foreplay 
and they go right to the bedroom, you know, and that's not where you want to go, you know, with somebody because the, all these people who are getting on your list, they don't know you yet. You've got to build some rapport with them. They have to believe that you can help them out. And by looking at the content and start listening to the content and how you phrase the questions and how you're actually giving them the results they're looking for, they start to know, like, and trust you. And they say, even if I didn't listen to the rest of the content, I'm just going to get and buy the VIP pass because I don't have time to listen to it right now, but I'm going to you know, listen to it later, or I need to go back and listen to that again, you know, that type of thing. So there's a whole psychological play of getting them results instead of just trying to sell them something. Yeah, no, I love it. And I want to quick just give a, a timeline and let everyone know my experience because we are producing next week, um, depending on when you guys are hearing this, uh, October 7th, 8th, and 9th is my first foray into virtual summits. And we've been, had actually been making money every day, almost every day. Um, people have been upgrading before it even goes live. And so manifestandmonetize.com, you guys can go there now. Um, not now, but right now and sign up <laughs> and get to experience what George and I are talking about. And so going back to, I think it was March, maybe April is when I decided I wanted to, I wanted to do this summit because I had spoken on multiple stages, uh, virtual summits. And I know we wanted to give people the advice to do that too. I think it's a great idea to see what works and what doesn't. Same thing. When I started a podcast, I got onto other people's podcasts to see what I liked and what I didn't like. And I definitely learned a lot from being on other summits. And then when I hired you, I thought the exact same um, thinking, I guess, that you were mentioning that most people think is, oh, I'm going to go find the speakers first and then I'm going to do all the other stuff. And so you had me write down 40 pain points. And of course, who is my ideal audience? So coaches, speakers, transformational leaders, people who want to make higher um, amounts of money every month and maybe just have been stuck because of the pandemic or what have you. And so doing that was like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant because you got to know your who and your what. So who is our target audience and what are their pain points? And then we went, like you said, five to six meetings to really unpack all that. And then we had the topics and then you had me write out the descriptions as not only just the descriptions, but the questions to ask the speakers, because most speakers want to just show up and have their canned message, right, George? And in this case, we did it the opposite, making sure that, yeah, we want the right speaker for the right topic, but we had all of the questions ready for them. So I wanted to unpack all that. Now, can you explain the description, the questions, then pick the speakers and ask them the questions? Why do you do that? There's a couple of reasons. First off, I've had a lot of um, speakers on our summits come to us and say, it's really refreshing for you to give me the questions in advance. Because sometimes you go into these events, they're completely blind, you know, and that's where you see, I mean, sometimes you'll see celebrities, like they'll just unbutton their thing and they'll walk off because the questions that are they're being asked are not at all kind of leading towards what they're anticipating. So we don't want anyone to feel blind. We want them to be prepared because again, we want to deliver real value. So if people can prepare and we're not talking about 10 questions, we're talking about six to eight questions. And they're mainly like guiding questions. There'll probably be 10 or 12 questions in a summit, but they might actually answer a few of those questions in advance of you even asking them because you're taking them down the right path. So that's the first reason why is we want to make sure that everyone is totally prepared uh, for what we're trying to deliver, which is real value to the listener. The second reason is because you really just got to get inside there. You got to get inside the head and you got to know what's going on. 
And we put all that, we, we don't put the questions on the page, but we put the descriptions on the page because you can't write a proper description until you know what you're going to ask. So we use the questions to create descriptions because we know what we're going to ask already. Sometimes uh, a speaker will actually hijack your, your recording. If, I don't know if you've ever had this happen before, but they start all of a sudden, like they'll twist everything around to, they'll bend it to where they want to go. So they might want to go to promoting their book. They might want to go to promoting their program, just you know, big self-promotion thing. So they'll find little things that they can start twisting it and they'll try to take control over it. And we've had a few times where people come back to us at the end of the summit um, interview and they'll say, well, I don't really like the title. Can we change the title? Or, or they'll say that even before the interview. I don't like the title. Can we change the title? Half the time I say no. Unless it's a relevant, you know, like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's actually a really good topic. We kind of missed that, you know, in our, in our uh, sketching things out. Then I'll change it or I'll add it. Most of the time I just add it because we still want someone to speak on the original topic because otherwise it's going to be missing. It's like having a smile and you're missing a big tooth right here. You know, it's like it's obvious something's missing, right? So yeah. we want to make sure that people are um, getting the value that they're they're coming to the summit for and we don't leave anything out. So that's why we want to make sure that that's done in advance. And one thing we also do is we write out, we do an avatar profile call, which mm -hmm. is a, we go into even more questions outside the pain, fears, and frustrations like, consequences of not taking action, um, some of their mistaken beliefs, what are their goals, their secondary goals, their fears, um, uh, additional fears. Like there's other things that we go into in that, that final call before we start writing copy so that we can create the content and the emails. Because when we do emails, we write about 60 emails. Now we're not going to send 60 emails to everybody. They're different emails for different types of things. So I think really the key to what we do, Lois, um, is really trying to facilitate our host partner to have only focus on the thing that they do really, really well, like live in their brilliance of the content, live in their brilliance of the people that they have connection with those folks who are, they're looking to make new connections. They're looking to get out there and network because they're developing these relationships, finding the right people to speak on the sessions. Um, we don't want to get in the way of that because we're not necessarily experts in all the areas that we, we operate in. We want to find someone who actually is an expert and can manifest um, and monetize, right? What they're doing, right? The little plug there, dot com, um, mm -hmm. for 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 that whole area because they're the ones that are going to come out uh, looking like a champ. And people will rarely even see us, you know, on the summit. They won't see our logos typically. I mean, sometimes we'll put in there if there's some place we need to put them for uh, keeping things balanced on the page. But it's really all about our our host partner that we're working with. So that's the big part of why, that's why we do what we do, the way we do it. That's so awesome. Maybe since I mentioned it, so I don't uh, change directions, um, how can coaches, speakers, transformational leaders get on more summits mm. and maximize their exposure? Because I will tell you, one of the things that I did, I organically met some summit hosts and then I was trying to find summits to get on and I was like, oh, this isn't so easy to do. So any advice there? Yeah, there's a few things, actually. Uh, one thing is you want to remove all the friction you possibly can. I find that that's a, it's a big point. Like we have, for example, some of the uh, summit hosts we've worked with in the past, they have done their own summits, and then they come to us when they finally figure out what we do and the results we get. Um, and they're like, okay, where's this? do we need a speaker agreement? Like all this stuff. I'm like, no, you nail this. And they're like, what? You don't need a speaker agreement? Legally, like I'm like, look, we've been doing this for 20 years. I've only ever had to remove two people mm. from summits that we've launched because we launched them a second time and that the information that they put out, they felt that it might be a little bit outdated 
because it was like in the legal space and they wanted to remove that. So I'm like, okay, they're both lawyers. Actually, it was funny. So I'm like, sense. yeah, no problem. I'll take you off there. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. But what I find is there's a few people that we've worked with. The moment that we put a speaker contract in front of someone, it's either, oh, got to go to my attorney and talk to everything over through, or they're just like, I don't sign contracts. They're gone. You know, so you lose opportunities to speak with really amazing people. And if you do any research on um, the way that IP law works, if someone is showing up for an interview, they are giving you express permission to record them. Because as long as they know that they're being recorded, it's express permission. Now the question comes down to who owns that copyright. So there's some things like that to kind of keep in mind because technically it's joint jointly owned. Unless you say specifically, I own this whole thing. You don't own any of it. So people sometimes don't understand what IP as far as do you own my content or do you just own the recording? So keep in mind that a summit host, even a podcast um, host, they own the recording. They don't own your content. Okay, so don't worry about them going out and stealing your, you know, your big idea. Like that's not it. Okay, just <laughs> keep that out of your mind. You're gonna, you're gonna miss out on some amazing opportunities if you let that stop you. Yeah. But they will own the recording. Same thing in the, in the recording business. The re the record company owns the recording to the song. Now they don't own the copyright to the song itself, like the words, the music, and the lyrics. That they don't own that. That's actually owned by the person who owns the music publishing. It's the same type of thing. Like you own your own words, you own your own thoughts, but you're giving express permission license when you're on a radio show or anything else to use this and and that's that's what you're giving up which is not a problem okay just kind of keep i'm gonna put that out there early because that's usually a big stopping point i see a lot of people they get stuck in this whole like their head of like i don't want people stealing my ideas like if you're, you're never going to go anywhere if you keep worrying about that like literally you will never go anywhere um so how do you maximize the uh, impact you can get on summits first off you want to you want to have a bonus mm -hmm. that is that answers the problem that's going to lead people to the understanding that you're the only logical solution. Okay. So if you're going to be speaking on the autoimmune summit, for example, mm -hmm. and so you're an expert in that space, then you're going to want to have a five step. Maybe it's a recipe book, the autoimmune, the, the anti-inflammation autoimmune recipe book or something like that. Five foods that you should be eating right now that will help you actually reduce. I'm totally making this up by the way. So if you're in that space, run with it. Take that idea and run with it because I think that'd be a great one. Um, and that's something that they would give away uh, either on the summit itself or on the VIP pass. The other thing that we don't do, we don't allow anyone to pitch on our summits. So you won't come to one of our summits unless someone doesn't do it right. <laughs> and you'll hear them say, great, you can go to my website right now and you can get my free report. You won't hear that on the recordings. Yeah, no the pitch report. fest. No pitch fest. No pitch fest. I like that. Also. Exactly. Because who, who wants to go to pitch fest? And you know what? It's not fair to the person who speaks last because everyone's broke <laughs> by the time they get to the last speaker. It's just totally not fair. Um, so what we do say is if you want to give a, a bonus, give us a bonus. We'll put that in the VIP area and the VIP areas. That's where people purchase the recordings. Mm -hmm. So keep this in mind. You're only going to get the buyers, which is what you want. You don't want Jake's spam email when they register with everything. You know, right. they're not looking for that. You want to get the buyers, the people who are serious, not the tire kickers. It's going to make you spend a whole lot less time doing strategy calls and free sessions or anything like that because you're getting better people. It's just a better way to operate, but have a great bonus together, at least one or two, um, maybe even have a couple talking points so that you can even suggest talking points. Now we don't really take a lot of suggestions on this end, but there are times when we'll say, if someone says, well, do you have this in your, in your lineup? And then we'll say, no, we don't have that. It's like, well, this is something else I talk on. Like, oh, really? Well, maybe we should actually switch you to that topic because I like that. That's something we missed versus, and we'll get someone else to speak on the original topic we had for you. So mm -hmm. that's the other opportunity.
um, you want to be on as many summits as you possibly can. Okay. Giving as much value as you possibly can. Don't hold back your secret sauce. Like I just told you, I told everyone who was listening, one of the reasons why our summits convert so well. Now I know our competitors are listening and that's okay because I look at rising tides, raise all ships. I want to keep that in mind. It's if you hold stuff too close to your chest, you're only going to suffocate yourself. Mm. Okay. You got to let go of it sometime and say, look, right. I'm going to give this to the universe. I'm going to let this thing go and create ripples far beyond me. Mm. And that's okay because honestly, one out of every 10 people will ever do anything with anything that they like, of course, that they might purchase. Um, it's just how it works. They listen to something you're doing. Oh, but dinner's ready. It's out of mind. They're not going to do yeah. anything with it. Most people, but the person who does do something with it, they're only going to make the industry better. And you know what? They're going to, good people will come back to you and say, you know, I learned that from Lois and they're going to come back and thank you for that. And those relationships become really strong hmm. in the future. So it's something to kind of keep in mind there. That's awesome. I'm glad you brought that up just because that is one of the reasons I feel really, really like spiritually guided to do this summit. Right. No, regardless of the outcome, because like you said, sometimes you do it a second time, you get better results. Right. So for me, it is about giving, sharing. I have 27 speakers, you guys, 27 amazing speakers and recovering emotional health, mental health, physical even releasing trauma because like he was saying, you talk about, you hold on to things and it's, it's fear. It's, it's scarcity. Then you cannot manifest. And by giving you receive, and it's more of a universal spiritual law than, than anything. But if then you can release that and attend the summit and learn how to manifest and then monetize your business much bigger, much faster. That's what gets me excited at the end of the day. And knowing that I've given and I'm, I can feel it, George. I know it sounds maybe woo woo or whatever you and I love the woo woo crowds. Right. So I just feel like there's going to be this ocean of, of gratitude and, and transformation and change. And of course, inevitably with that, usually there's there's financial re rewards too but i just am so grateful for this opportunity is my point once you have an idea guys you put it out there you give without expecting anything in return and it, it's like the go-giver the book we've talked about that before so i'm kind of rambling I, I hope that made sense george did that make sense yeah it made total sense you, you mentioned something too lois about uh, sometimes your summit does better the second time which is what i, I brought up earlier on mm -hmm. just to give some people an idea because everyone asks me when i get on the phone call with them because uh, i do discovery calls from time to time for people who are looking to do summits to see if they're a good fit and kind of vet people a little bit and see you know if i feel mm -hmm. like and they don't have to be super awesome like they don't have to have 50,000 people on their mailing list or 100,000 people. They don't already have to be an expert, but I need to fill their heart. So just what you're saying, like sometimes you just have to feel someone's heart. You got to feel like, are they hungry for this? Will they be, are they teachable? Will they follow directions? Will they get the job done? That's really, really important for us. But some people ask us, well, how much can we make? And it's something we didn't cover yet on this. Like how big of a list can we build? Because two of the big benefits of, of doing summits the right way is building a big list that's hyper engaged and also making money. You know, because we obviously have to get paid for what we all do, right? I think that you don't put anything out in the universe without getting at least karmic points back, you know, which will ultimately lead to financial gains if you need it. Like, just relax, fall back, and let the universe catch you, you know. Mm -hmm. But you want to make sure that you've actually put enough uh, good karma out in the world so you know that that's probably going to be there so you don't hit your head on the concrete mm -hmm. <laughs> when you fall back. So our average summit gets about 10,000 attendees. Now, if you take the consideration, that's filling an arena. 
in a lot of cases. 10 to 20,000 attendees is an arena. Our average summit's about 10,000 attendees. Everyone else's average summit, what I find is about 1,000 or less, 500, 300 people attend their live events um, because they're just, they're not getting the right speakers on board. They're not following through. And, and actually, let me just make this point real quick because I, I totally forgot to admit, uh, mention this, Lois. If you're a speaker on someone's summit, you have to promote the summit. Don't ghost them. If you do that, what first thing, you're not going to get on many more summits. And it just looks bad. It speaks to your character. Because if the whole purpose is, hey, I'm going to help you, you help me, it's, it's a combination. Plus, if they're giving you commissions, it's really important. Just mm -hmm. don't ghost yeah. them. Don't promise something that you can't deliver. You know, even if you only send 100 opt-ins, you know, at least you're doing your thing. But don't hold back on that because the, the reason why summits fail, the only reason, I mean, the only reason why our summits don't hit the numbers we're trying to hit the numbers with. Conversion rates are always the same because the copy is done a special way. It's all scientific. But the only reason why we don't get enough traffic from time to time is because the summit speakers who promised were the wrong people. We picked people who weren't good with their word mm -hmm. and they didn't mail when they mm -hmm. said they were going to mail. They didn't promote it. So I just wanted that quick sidebar there. That way you make sure that you stay on summits and people will actually refer you other business and everything else. Um, so how much can you make? Typically, like we're running a summit right now that have actually today is day two of that summit. Uh, it's in the health space. We have, I think, almost almost 40,000 people have opted in for it. So it's a bigger summit. Crazy. You know, some people would call that a mega summit. That's it, at the top range of what we normally do. Um, and I think we've already generated about $180,000 in revenue. So by the end of the summit, I think we're going to probably be up to maybe 200, 300,000. So summits can make money if you do them right, if you do them the right way and you have the right funnel and you have the right process and you just, you have that support system to, to make it work. I mean, it could be a life changing experience. So I just wanted to kind of drop that in your, in your listeners ears so that they know that there is a big opportunity there for them. And then that list itself, like why would you want a 20,000 person list or a 10,000 person list? Well, my experience has been that every person on your list, as long as you keep a good relationship and you market correctly with them and you don't abuse them, they're worth between 50 cents and a dollar per person per month on average in revenue. If you're marketing other people's programs or your own programs. So by doing a summit, even if you didn't make any money on the front end, but you still got 10,000 people on your email list, let's just say that's the scenario. You just created a six figure business, right? Because it can be worth somewhere between $60,000 and $120,000 a year mm -hmm. easily just knowing how to market to those people. So yeah, I just want to kind of drop that out there for everyone. Yeah. I mean, the sky's the limit. I know that was one of the reasons that not that I'm saying this about myself, but you help people go from zero to hero, potentially just like with one summit. Like I feel like the manifest and monetize brand is going to be something that I carry forward for forever. Um, so it's, it's like giving birth in some respects, because it was, it was a fair amount of work. I'm not going to lie. It was more work. Mm -hmm than I anticipated um, getting 27 speakers can be like herding cats. And like you said, if people don't follow up on their word, you know, the, the, the opt-ins have been lower than I thought, but it's all a learning experience. And I know, I know that I know that I know, as I like to say, we have an amazing, amazing product to put out there to change the world. So if you guys are listening to this right now and you're a coach, a speaker, a transformational leader. We even have a, a talk on how to create a seven figure business through your book. So if you just published a book, this might be a great summit for you. Um, if you're a healer in the healing space and you're, you haven't been able to pivot online, 
this is going to get you there. We talk about five figure months, multiple five figure months. Uh, we have people that are teaching that are already seven and eight figure income earners giving you the secret sauce to, again, manifest and monetize this business that you have. That's a gift and and that's why we're doing this so i know we're getting close to the end here george i i do normally close with um an end and then i ask of all my guests are you ready for that or do you have anything else you want to share before we close it out um i'll share one thing because i think remember i mentioned to you the biggest enemy that we have is that six inches seven inches between our ears there are people that say well i'm not ready for a summit yet uh and you if you if you let that little voice dominate Hmm. then you're going to have a hard time stepping out of your comfort zone and experiencing real growth. And I'm not saying that everyone has to do a summit, mm -hmm. you know, but you need to be able to be willing to take those small risks, step out, do things, be seen, you know, and sometimes it's the hardest thing for us to do is do the thing that's scary. Okay. But you know what? The people who do it the right way and they follow in the footsteps of people who've had a lot of success, but they still do the thing that's scary. They still get up and they walk on coals at Tony Robbins events, right? <laughs> you know, because they see other people that have gone through and they didn't burn their feet. There wasn't like, you know, ambulances running up there and grabbing people off the stage. You know, that's the thing. Like if you see people doing it and you're like, hey, this is working, this can work for me too. You have to have that self-belief and you have to go out there and do it mm -hmm. because you've got some light in you that the rest of the world needs to hear, needs mm -hmm. to see. Mm -hmm. And if you don't put that out there, you're doing a disservice to the universe. I just, I want to share that because I think that sometimes we get stuck in our own comfort zone a little bit too often. And there's people like myself, there's people like you, Lois, that we're here to help support you. Like our goal, our whole job on this earth, I believe, is to raise all those ships, mm -hmm. you know, to support people, to have their mission, go out there and like do some amazing things in the world. I'm going to die when I die. Eventually, I'm going to feel confident and, and comfortable that I did as much as I could to help other people and that my legacy will live on through other people. And if you take a look at it, the work that you're doing right now in the world, saying that your legacy will live on through other people, then the question is how many people can you touch? Mm. And there's really no better way, in my opinion, than doing a summit and a podcast. Those are two things I love. Yeah, you're, you're, it's a perfect segue because last month, I don't know if you knew this, George, was uh, Suicide Awareness Month. And mm. unfortunately, um, one of my dear friends who I was going to invite to the Manifest and Monetize Summit, a TEDx speaker, but he just couldn't figure out how to manifest and monetize his passion and his business. He did take his own life last weekend. And so it was devastating. Not going to lie, it's been a rough week for me, um, but it also fueled me to realize exactly what you said. There's so many people out there who are lost and cannot find their way and they don't want to go get a job. They know they're here for a purpose. They just don't have the right support the right tools. And I truly, that's why I'm even more excited now that this is coming out this next week in honor of my friend, Scott, you know, just please listen to what we're talking about. You are, you matter. You have a voice. You deserve to be seen, be heard and paid. So you don't have to go get that J-O-B that sucks the life out of you. And, and literally, you know, I've been through depression and suicidal thoughts when I didn't think I had a clear purpose. Right. And so there's speakers that actually talk to that exact topic. The mental health comedian who was in my suicide awareness month, he's on the the summit. I have the the woman who talked about trauma and releasing it from my September podcast. She's on the summit. So there's these things that are holding you back. Um, 
don't let them do that anymore, just like George said. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, and thank you guys for allowing me to share. That's that's my heart is where this 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 message inside of this manifest and monetize summit. There's something in there for you to to literally light a fire inside of you to help change your life. Well said. Well said. Well, on that note, um, last question for you is when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, George, um, what does that conjure up in your your mind? What does it conjure up? That's a good question. For all of a sudden, I don't know why I had this, but I just I just saw Moses coming down from the mountain with tablets. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm just going to tell you exactly what I saw in my mind when you said that. Like, that's probably the epitome of healthy, wealthy, and wise, right? <laughs> For some people, um, it's there are three words that I think people really need to be living by, and I think it's something that people don't. They don't do that anymore. You know, I think a lot yeah. of people have lost sight of it because they got to work, 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 work. And then you lose yourself in that and you feel lost. So I, I didn't mean to add on to what you said because it was meant to be your answer. Um, but thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. This was, this was a big topic and I really can't encourage you guys enough to check out Manifest and Monetize. George is going to be on there doing even more um, nuggets and golden wisdom about how to build your business, build your list, build your income through summits. And oh, by the way, all the 27 speakers have given away bonuses and prizes. So if you sign up and then you upgrade to the, the VIP pass, you get over six figures. I'm not going to go over all of them because we're out of time, but six figures of bonuses, gifts, and all of the things that you need to truly manifest and monetize your business. So go there now, sign up manifestandmonetize.com, and we'll see you guys actually in two weeks. I'm not going to have an episode next week because of the summit. So I want you guys to take that time and invest it in these amazing 27 speakers. All right. Thanks, George. Thanks. Appreciate having you here. Until next time, guys, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy wealthy and wise.